welcome to the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I'm your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and I'll be loving the shit out of a variety of topics with you. I hope each episode brings you insight, inspiration, and positive vibes. So let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. I am your host, Sally Ann Hurley, and it's time for another hot tip. These just creep up on me like no one's business. I'm loving the response to the podcast so far. We're in September now. That means I've got a couple more months of season one. I'm already planning the podcast for season two to kick off next January. It's all happening, guys. And I'm feeling just really light and kind of fluffy tonight. I don't really know what I mean by that. I think it just means I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like in a happy place. I don't want to get too reflective tonight because I noticed that a lot of the hot tips, I get quite reflective. I wanted to mix it up a little bit tonight and just have a little bit of fun. And I thought, you know, I give advice on a lot of things, on how to deal with challenges, on how to be more positive and all that kind of stuff. But I can also give advice on stuff you should be watching, stuff you should be reading, stuff you should be listening to, and that's what I figured I would do in this hot tip, Sal's recommendations. And I'm going to say part one because I feel like this could become more of a regular hot tip segment as the podcast grows and, you know, my tastes change all the time. I'm always listening to new music, new podcasts, reading different books, watching different shows or movies. So I thought I'd give it a crack. So let's start with what I'm reading at the moment. I'm reading two books currently. One is an Australian book. It is a book named Dark Emu by an author, Bruce Pascoe. Uh, I recently got this book back because I'd lent it to a dear friend of mine I had read it previously um, before giving her the copy and I absolutely loved it and it was probably one of the most important books I think I've ever read and I thought, you know what, it was so good, I want to immerse myself in it again and I've started it for a second time, I'm about halfway through. Uh, To give you the short version on what it is about, it's basically a history lesson in what Indigenous Australians were doing on this land many thousands of years that they were here prior to colonization. So there's uh, an assumption within society that uh, Indigenous Australians were simply hunters and gatherers and it wasn't a very civilised culture here in Australia before uh, it was colonised. That's pretty much bullshit. (laughs) Um, And this book really just debunks that idea and it does it in a really articulate way and educational way Um, and I just think it's a book that every single Australian should read and should want to read and hopefully they walk away from reading it like I did uh, more enlightened and understanding of our true history which is really important. Um, Bruce Pascoe also gave a TED talk Kind of, it's basically like a 20-minute talk that condenses what is in this book in a, in a public speaking type forum. So um, if you get a moment, if you want to kind of look that up before you actually read the book, I recommend Googling Bruce Pascoe TED Talk um, and you can see what it's all about. 
The second book I'm reading at the moment is a bit of an oldie, um, but I had never actually read this before. I knew the story of Stephen Hawking, uh, obviously, like everyone does quite well, but I'd never actually read his very well-known book, A Brief History of Time. Um, I'm about a quarter of the way through it. I am enjoying it and I am very fascinated by it. I'm taking my time with it, though, because science and a lot of the topics that he covers in the book I do find hard to, what's the word, consume. (laughs) Um, I don't have, I guess, a sciencey brain the way some people do. But the good thing about this book is that it is written in a way that is accessible for nearly everyone. And that was the idea of when he wrote this book, he wanted to create something that the everyday person could understand. Um, And I've got to say, I can understand why so many people do love this book and are fascinated by it. So Stephen Hawking, A Brief History of Time. If you can get your hands on a copy, I'm sure your local library has one if you don't want to actually buy it. Um, Yeah, go check it out if you haven't read it. If you're one of the rare people like myself that hadn't read it, I recommend you give it a read. All right, so what am I listening to at the moment besides my own podcast? Because, yes, I do listen back to my own podcast because I don't mind the sound of my own voice. You guys know this by now. But I'm listening to a bunch of different podcasts myself. Obviously, I listen to a lot of music. I haven't listened to um, any new albums probably over the last couple of weeks. Um, I go through phases where I try to get onto the new releases and things like that. There's a really great R&B soul singer named Her. So that's H.E.R. Her. And her album is called I Used to Know Her because I've listened to it in full and I love it. Some of her previous work is really good too. Um, So if you like your R&B music but you like your good R&B music because sometimes some of the stuff you hear in mainstream radio to me is just really shit. Sorry, guys. But if you like your good, solid R&B music and you want to kind of get up to who's kind of making waves now, I would recommend listening to her. She's kind of similar to like an LMA, if you really like LMA. Um, yeah, she's just really cool. I do recommend giving that album a listen to. Missy Elliott dropped some new music recently too. Um, and, of course, did everyone see her perform at the VMAs the other week? She's a fucking boss and I love her so much. And I actually have gone back and just been listening to a bunch of old Missy Elliott. I'm talking like 90s Missy Elliott prior to like Get Your Freak On, prior to Work It. Go back and listen to her earlier stuff because she was the shit back then and she's still the shit now. Love you, Missy. And I was going through a phase the other week of listening to a lot of UK garage music. I don't know where that came from, but fuck, that was a good time. That was a good time. That was a good era in music. Anyway, jumping from the music to podcasts, going back to podcasts, like I mentioned earlier, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, The Mindful Kind by an Australian lady, Rachel Cable, is all about meditation and mindfulness. So it's really good if you're into that kind of thing. And as you guys know out there that listen to the podcast regularly or you've read my book, Um, you'll know that I love meditation and that it's been a big kind of life changer for me and it's something that I really value. So Rachel Cable's uh, podcast, The Mindful Kind, is really accessible. It's really easy to listen to. She has the most loveliest talking voice, but it's not in a way that puts you to sleep, which is important when you're doing meditation because 
like I've never fallen asleep while doing meditation, but I've been in classes before where people have, and it's just really weird. It's, it's, to me, it's not what you're there for. You're there to just focus, breathe, and concentrate. If you love your meditation, your mindfulness, I highly recommend it. Episodes are never really longer than, say, 10, 15 minutes. So, again, really easy to listen to. Um, and if that's your vibe, get amongst it. It's a really good podcast. Uh, and I'm going to just keep it local for the next recommendation podcast-wise as well. If you love true crime or mystery podcasts, you need to be listening to All Aussie Mystery Hour. Shout out to Mel and Josie, the hosts of this. They are editors at pedestrian.tv. And this podcast, I think, is about a year old. And I just fucking love it so much. I re-listen to episodes constantly because I do feel like it is... It's like two women who I know I could probably sit at a pub with drinking beers and just talking about really fucking messed up, weird shit. And the banter is just so good. It's not like your typical kind of true crime podcast where you know, very serious and there's this really well thought out research going into it. They do their research, but it is a little bit more lighthearted. And for me, like the true crime stuff, I get really immersed into it, but sometimes it can really weigh you down because talking about people's lives here and really messed up, horrible things happening. And I know some people might think it might be a little bit inappropriate to, I guess, view it in a bit more of a lighter shade, but I don't know, I kind of really dig that because it's helping me process some really horrible things that have happened in this world. And I just, I love it. As I said, I listen to previous episodes all the time if I'm just bored or I need a bit of a laugh. So all Aussie Mystery Hour, if you love your banter mixed with your true crime and your mysteries, you will love the shit out of this. So what am I watching at the moment? The final lot of recommendations for this episode the Good Place. Okay, so if you haven't yet watched The Good Place, starring Kristen Bell, Ted Danson, you need to get on this show because it is almost time for it to end, and I'm not coping well with the thought of The Good Place being no more after season four. So this is a Netflix show. Um, it's had three seasons so far. It's super funny, super clever. Episodes are only about 22 minutes long, so if you just need something that will make you laugh, make you think a little bit, make you feel a little bit, but it's just very clever and intelligent comedy and you don't want something that's like an hour-long episode and it's going to take you ages to binge watch, you could binge watch a whole season in, you know, half a day. It's that simple. Um, so as I said, this show is almost over. Season four is premiering later this month, I believe. So I've just gone and caught up um, and finished seasons one to three. I've already watched each season, season, I've already watched each season, I think a couple of times each prior to that. So I've watched it several times now, but it is easily my favorite show of the last few years. So go watch The Good Place. If you haven't already, get ready in time for season four to premiere later this month. The final recommendation I have, and this is also a TV show that I'm watching at the moment, and I think it's finishing next week. Well, so probably... Yeah, it would have finished by the time you're listening to this podcast, but it will still be on ABC's iView. 
Um, so it's called Old People's Home for Four-Year-Olds. So this is a show that is kind of like a social experiment. I believe that it was tr- uh, a show in the UK uh, and they've obviously adapted it here for Australian audiences. And basically it is what it, what the title says. Four-year-olds go to an old folks' home in the Northern Beaches here in New South Wales and they interact with the elderly people at this home. And it is so beautiful and heartwarming. Um, it's just a really interesting look into what getting older can look like and how lonely and isolating it can be when people are uh, moved into aged care. Um, But then it also has this really hopeful element by bringing the kids in, these four-year-old kids who are so pure and just filled with joy and love and openness that they can bring such happiness to these people. And it's like two sides of the spectrum. I'm talking four-year-olds with like 88-year-olds and the joy and the beautiful relationships that they form. Um, I will warn you, you're going to need some tissues if you watch this show. I watched an episode last night and I cried about three or four times. It was just ridiculous. It just is very emotional. It doesn't make you bawl your eyes out. It's just very moving. Um, And I think it's, yeah, it's just one of those shows that, you know, when you're like, everyone should be watching this and everyone should be getting insight into the way we should be living our lives And the way we should be treating people, whether it's in the early stages of their life or in their late years. So I would recommend watching Old People's Home for four-year-olds. It's on the ABC Tuesday nights at 8.30, but I believe the final episode would have aired the night before this podcast goes live. So it'll be on the ABC iView app, which you can already um, watch the previous episodes as well. I highly recommend it. Um, Yeah, just a really beautiful show on life so there we are how to love the shit out of life sal's recommendations i feel like i've been talking forever this is probably the longest hot tip that i've done um i hope you enjoyed some of the recommendations that i put out there i hope that you get something out of them if you want to go check out the books uh the music the podcasts and the shows that i've mentioned today and as i said um i will try to make this a bit more of a regular segment i think sometimes Some of the episodes can be very serious a little bit and they can be more reflective on, you know, deep life issues. But I also want to have a bit of fun here and give you guys some recommendations on some fun stuff and some stuff that you can enjoy. So take care and I'll catch you next episode. Thank you for loving the shit out of life with me. Don't forget to like the How to Love the Shit Out of Life Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. And if you don't already have a copy of How to Love the Shit Out of Life, the book, you can purchase it now through most major bookstores. Till next time.